apart, everybody. Don't drop that fast forward button. The sponsorship roll call is about to begin. Energy Consulting Limited provides complete project management and general contracting services to a variety of private sector clients on both commercial and residential construction projects. They act as the owner's representatives through the planning, design, budgeting, scheduling, construction, and occupancy processes. Clients appreciate their open, honest, and flexible approach to achieving their project goals. Although they're located in Surrey, BC, Energy works on projects all over the province, including the growing cities of the north and the beautiful coastal towns of Vancouver Island. They're always excited to explore new places and develop relationships with professionals wherever their clients' interests may be. Abacus North is a firm that specializes in mortgage banking solutions for complex projects. In addition to providing financing solutions in a traditional mortgage broker capacity, Abacus North provides direct loans that range from $2 million to $25 million. On a syndicated basis, they provide mortgage banking solutions up to $300 million. In most cases, their in-house capital solutions can bridge financing gaps that traditional lenders are unable to service. They specialize in providing land acquisition loans, construction financing for large-scale developments, income-producing properties, and single-purpose facilities. With a portfolio that includes high-rise, mid-rise, and low-rise condominiums, townhouse developments, shopping centers, agricultural properties, industrial developments, and medical marijuana facilities, Abacus North is at the forefront of creative mortgage banking solutions with a focus on fostering long-term relationships. They are a multifaceted organization that services domestic and international clients with their mortgage banking needs. Complex financing solutions require analytical thinking well beyond a typical mortgage broker relationship. As a result, they focus on providing engineered solutions for their client. Their key differentiation strategy is that they assist clients in actively managing the capital stack in order to minimize borrowing costs while maximizing flexibility. Abacus North focuses on national and global opportunities. We are I. I constantly see same things like with you like we constantly see like we're, we're bombarded you know with this this one message that keeps on being pumped out like no matter where we turn no matter where we look like what social media platform we're on you know it kind of seems like like everywhere we're just inundated with like this this information that you just have to like you know man up you gotta like pick up your shoes you got nose to the grindstone like like we've always coined all these terms and you know in, in different demographics that like as we've grown up like the next generation has its version of you know like sweat equity and nose to the grindstone like these kind of things like like terms that we've always heard you know like got to get after it got to this got to that you know got to push got to be the one pushing a little bit harder you know but the the one thing that i realize is as this is all coming in and you know i know like i've kind of unintentionally done this too and you know that's why i want to say like you know like i get sucked into it sometimes too and you know not necessarily even though that that's always bad you know like sometimes you know like we are going to get sucked into things and in the moment it may help us and you know it might help us in five years from now or in 10 years from now like we just don't really realize when we're going to receive the benefit that's always the beauty about understanding the silver lining like we may not get it now but we might get it in a day a week a month or a year from now but the part that i'm talking about is 
when and why did life need to become a pep talk? Like seriously, like let's let's really break this down for a minute. Like how many times do you see in a day like a pep talk? Like somebody's version of a pep talk, like whether they've found a picture, you know, that's motivating you. Like I said, like I've done this, like I've posted things on my social media the same way. But but I came to this realization the other day after my podcast with Sarah Pritchard. I'm like, like, why? Like, why? Why do we need life to be such a pep talk now? Like, why do we need to be encouraged to be able to get out of bed? Like, why do we need to be encouraged to work hard? Why do we need to be encouraged to live your best life? Why do we need to be encouraged to be a good human being? Like, why do we need to be encouraged, you know, to eat healthy or live a healthy, active lifestyle? You know, or participate in our communities. You know, like, why do we need to be encouraged to the extent that we're just not taught? And I realized that, you know, like a part of encouragement is also teaching and also education, you know, but like, like when do we just peel that all back? And it's just like, this is just something we do. Like, I really want to believe that there was a point in time in our existence, like the millions of years it has taken us to be able to get to this exact point right now where you're listening to this podcast. But when did pep talks come into play? Like, when did that become such an existential part of our reality every single day that, like, before it might have been somebody said something to you that inspired you once a week? But, like, literally, we've become, like, inundated with continuous pep talks, like, all day long, like, in in so many different fashions and so many different ways and with everything. And I just got to the point where it's like, are you kind of tired of it? Like, are you kind of tired of it? Or where does it get to be like this expiration point where these little pep talks and these motivational talks actually don't even mean anything anymore? Or the worst part of it is like, what's the next generation pep talk? Because then there has to be a 4G version and a 5G version and you know, it just keeps going from there and there. Or where does it get back to be the point of, this is just the way we live life? Because I really try to do this now and I just finished writing up this this health and wellness protocol for this company that I'm actually going to participate in. And like when I was writing it up, I just, I thought I'm like, what's the goal? There's always usually like, you know, get a massage at the end, like the winner gets a massage, we all throw in 20 bucks with like this, that and the next thing. There's always usually some kind of prize. But why does there even need to be a prize? Why can't we just do this to be able to just change this? Like like the goal, the sole purpose is to be able to create a new chapter in our lives where that just becomes the way we live our lives. You know, and I realize all these pep talks kind of like get us traveling down like a certain road. But isn't the problem that we're not traveling down that road already? Or isn't the problem that we weren't taught to be able to walk down that road from the beginning? So I had this conversation with a really good friend of mine today, you know, and like her and I, we were going back and forth like what we usually do. And, you know, I was saying, you know, when did we create segregation and why? You know, and I know this is going to kind of get a little controversial, a little hot, but I'm just like, you know, the only time that I can really see segregation really was like predominantly thrusted forward in life is religion. 
Like, my way is better than your way because my God's better than yours because my God did it slightly a little bit different than yours. You know, which I understand, you know, like, I appreciate, but, like, where segregation happens, where, like, these ideologies come into play, it creates a lane. So when you step outside of that lane, it creates this this mystery land, this land of, well, what do I do now if I don't wholeheartedly believe in this singular lane i have to i'm taught i have to i'm taught that these are my guidelines these are the guidelines that i have to live in so i need my pep talk to keep me walking down this lane but what happens when i get stimulated by a pep talk from a different lane so let's take religion out of it let's put it into politics like another hot topic okay so I'm conservative, but I also am encouraged to be liberal. So what does that make me? A hybrid of both? Well, am I wrong in both people's eyes because I want to be a little bit of both? Because again, I'm stepping outside my lane. When I get my pep talk inside my lane, I feel good. When I get my pep talk outside of that lane, I'm like, ooh, that's uncomfortable because that also felt good. But I'm not supposed to be in that lane. I'm supposed to be in this other lane because that's what I chose to be able to be. I chose to be able to be in this lane. Or can I go outside of that lane? Can I go into lane B for a little bit and come back to lane A? Is that okay? Because again, we're not really taught. We're starting to be now. We're starting to be taught like, you know, I may be able to drift inside and outside of lanes. So let's get a little bit more controversial. Am I a man or am I a woman or do I identify as neither? Am I a woman inside of a man's body or am I a man inside of a woman's body? Ooh, that's a little uncomfortable too, isn't it? That just got a little uncomfortable. Was that the most uncomfortable part of it? Because it can be. Or is it just really uncomfortable because now we've kind of threw religion, politics, and biological identity in at you. But again, like all these things are just forcing us to be able to face, is there a lane? Like, is there one singular lane? Do I have to stay in this lane? Because I've always been taught, I've told that there is no lane outside of my lane. But I'll tell you one thing that that's led to me is a mass amount of confusion. So the result of that confusion was pushback because I'm like, I don't identify with this lane that I'm told I should be in. I identify outside of that lane. And you want to talk about something even just really simple. Take the hot button topics out of it. I'm from Southern Alberta. People automatically assume I played hockey. Well, I played football. I stepped outside of that lane. It kind of broke that mold. Yeah, a lot more of a watered-down version because you know what? That didn't make you uncomfortable. But it's the same concept. I think the big thing is that we forget that like, the severity of these things change, these concepts change, these intellectual battles change because we choose for them to want to change, but we forget the root of it is exactly the same. And again, I always come back to this, this speech by Dr. Jordan Peterson because it's something that I just, I connect with and I feel like I have to understand it more. 
Like when he's talking about it, you can hear it in his voice. He connects with it in that moment. It's like, I need, I need a fire of heat inside my body that burns so dark and so hot. It's like a volcano inside me that just needs to erupt. That hate, I need to manifest it. I need to live it. I need to see through hate's eyes. I need to feel through hate's touch. I need to smell through hate's nose. Only because I want to value love. Because I need to understand. I need to feel and I need to interpret. I need to love hate because I want to love, love, that's it. Because I'm not, I have no contrast. When I have no contrast, I have no meaning. But again, I have to walk outside of one lane. No, you cannot live your best life. Stop lying to yourself until you choose to be able to just live life. Because life is not always just living your best life. Life is just living life. That's it. Life itself should be good enough that we can live life and that is living your best life. It's not chasing everything. It's not seeing what other people's version of their best life is, which kind of gives you that little bit of pep talk like, oh, this person posts all these pictures of vacationing and, you know, like, I need to be able to go do that too. You know, step outside the lane. That's that's the reason why I try to show everything, like, and why I want to do everything. Like, there's so many lanes. There's so many lanes. I want to be able to be free, to be able to walk down every single one of them. Because every single one of those lanes, there's something down it that I identify that brings me happiness, that brings me joy, that brings me clarity to my life. These lanes are invaluable. I need to walk down them. They run through my body. But the more that I was forced down a singular lane, I lashed out, my body lashed out, my mind lashed out, my emotions lashed out. Because no, there's not a singular lane for me. My lanes are so transient and so should be yours. So should be yours. Because we need to break down having hyper definitions of what lane you need to live in. Because again, like it's everything. It's everything from like our politics to our religion to everything. Like, like every single portion and every single aspect of our lives, there's, there's a lane. Like if I'm at this level in my occupation, I need to act this way. I go to this church, I need to act this way. I believe in this faith, I need to act this way. But the one thing I'll tell you, the, the benefit of this podcast, not only do I realize how many lanes there are in the most free people or the people who choose to be able to let go and say, there's a lot of lanes and I'm not going to live in one of them. And that's why I've started to connect with Tao's philosophy so much is because, yes, I do want to believe in something, but I want to believe in something that gives me the opportunity to be able to believe in everything. I do not want to believe in one thing. I do not want to follow one thing. I do not want to be 
cast into a system where it is one way. No, that's not me. I don't identify with that. I'm not happy doing that. And no, not any part of my best life, which is just living life, lives inside that lane. No, it doesn't. And no, it never will. That's the truth. That's the bottom line. That's the reason why that I'm starting to be able to connect with Tao's philosophy so much because I don't want the path to be clear. I love the unclear path because the path has always been unclear. There's never been a carved path. There's never been a set of stairs to be able to walk up. There's been branches and trees to step on to be able to pull yourself up when you needed it because that was just living life. Life is hard sometimes. Yes, it's supposed to be. Life is great sometimes. Yeah, it's supposed to be. Life is mediocre sometimes. Yes, it's supposed to be. Every single one of those facets, it is supposed to be, and that's real. And no, every day you don't need to be able to crush it. No, every day doesn't look the same. And some days I might get three hours of sleep and some days I might get seven. Some days I might take a nap for 20 minutes in the middle of the day. Sometimes I might lay down twice in one day. Sometimes I might work out four times in one day then not work out for two. Sometimes I might be ketogenic one day and sometimes I might fast for the next day. And sometimes I might be carnivore the day after and then plant-based the day after that you know like sometimes I might have all the energy in the world to be able to play with my kids and some days I might have to force it inside myself because I've just done a little bit too much and that too much is to whose standard but the thing is the big thing is that I find incredible freedom and just not wanting to define anything anymore at any time and again, this does not mean that I'm not goal-based. This does not mean that I'm not driven because yes, I am. Yes, I am. But how I'm going to be able to get to all these places, no, I do not know and no, I do not care to define. No, I do not want to define because it puts me in a lane and I do not want to be in a lane because if anything, these 36 years have brought me on this planet is to know that the most success I've ever achieved is when there was no clear path to follow. And it felt good, it feels good. That's where I want to be. So no, I don't want to pep talk about how I need to pick my socks up. No, like, why can't we just all just live life? Because the one thing, this is the part that I connect with Sohail so much. You know, when Sohail talked and, you know, he's telling me about the Baha'i faith and like some of the principles in like just the core understanding of the Baha'i faith is like, it doesn't matter to me where you live. It doesn't matter to me how you live. It doesn't matter to me what you believe in. It doesn't matter to me anything. Because you're a human being. That's it. You are on the same piece of soil that I am on. And I need to be able to help you if you need help. I want to help you if you need help. I am here to help you if you need help. I'm a servant to my global community. No, that doesn't make you subservient. You know what that makes you? Just a good human being. You're a human being who understands that you have this community and that we can all work together and there is no borders and that's becoming more apparent all the time in this world that we live in today where borders get broken down and we have global platforms to be able to speak to each other on. On Sunday, like it's, it's Friday today on Sunday, I'm going to meditate with one of my friends from Spain. Like, how amazing is that? 
People couldn't do that 20 years ago. People couldn't do that 100 years ago. Like these are the tools that we can use to be able to improve our global community because we, we can do that. Like that's real now. You know, we can shed like the tyranny of the the singular lane to be able to understand like this this path. Give me a fork in a road, then another fork in both of those roads, then a fork in all four of those roads, and like let's just snowball it. Give me every single path and I'll run down some and jog down some and walk down some and walk backwards down some and I will experience them all because there is benefit to every single one of those things. Every single one of those roads, every single one of those opportunities, every single situation that I'm going to get in, there's extreme benefit to them all. And I think the primary component of this podcast and what it's brought to me is the starvation I feel to be able to go explore more roads and, and more opportunities and how easy that can be if I just say, you know what, just go, do what feels right, listen to my intuition. My intuition guides me throughout my day now. I used to stifle my intuition because I'm like, well, that's not appropriate. I shouldn't be doing that. And, you know, okay, well, I kind of have to filter this. And, well, I shouldn't walk down that road. And, okay, well, maybe I'm getting a little bit in over my head. I'm like, no. If, if my intuition is speaking to me, who am I? Who am I to be able to stand in the way of my intuition? Because I do want to believe. I do want to believe now that my intuition is a manifestation of hundreds or thousands of years of experience. And it's guiding me through this life. And I want to listen to it. If I'm going to follow anything, it is my intuition. What my intuition is, I don't know. I'm not going to define it of anything more except for that it is just my intuition. And it is a collection of experiences, it is a collection of energies, it's a collection of lifetimes, it's a collection of generations, it's a collection of communities, it's a collection of worlds, it's a collection of galaxies, it's a collection of everything. So who am I to be able to stand in the way of my intuition? So if you wanna stand for anything, if you want a pep talk, if you want the last pep talk that you ever listened to, make it be that there should be no pep talk. Make it be that you should just live life. Make it be that create lanes. Get out of a singular lane. Get out of a, a one-way thinking that this is the only way that it's gonna be. Look around at the people who are the happiest. Free thinkers. People who've broke the chains of mediocrity. People who have crawled out from underneath the tyranny of this singular path. So that's my advice. That's how I'm living. What are you going to choose?